In today's show, we've got news about Hong Kong reopening, uh, more news about Harmonious, uh, headline news, meetups, trivia, and oh, so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. Hey, if you missed last week's episode, you got to go check it out. We had our good buddies Heidi and Christy from Destinations to Travel. They were here with the whole episode. We had planned for like a regular show. We were only going to do like a little bit of time, but they did such a great job, answered all of our questions. Plus, we had some uh, Q&A from the uh, Peanut Gallery. It was awesome. They did a great job. We love having them on. Uh, If you're thinking about coming to Disney or doing any type of travel, you definitely want to go reach out to our friends like Christy and Heidi over at Destinations Travel. The best way to get there is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. There's a quick little survey that they're going to ask, and they're going to get some information from you. And someone from Destinations of Travel will get back in touch with you. Uh, so go check that out. Again, we want to thank uh, Destinations of Travel for letting us have Christy and Heidi with us. They did an amazing job. They will do an amazing job for you, Travel planning your travel and remember this it doesn't cost you a dime uh and trust me if you have those moments where you need some help on while you're traveling they're the best people to have in your corner so go check them out go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel how you doing tonight good how about you oh you know great great my wife had living the cold dream Living the COVID dream. My wife had a little heart uh, procedure last week, so we got through that on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're a little bit of a blur. Uh, kind of started getting our our wits about us yesterday, and here I am. <laughs> here you be. Uh, the only the only thing that I know is I got an, an alarm saying, "Hey, you got a podcast," and I was like, "Oh, it's Monday already! Wow." Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. how about you? How's your weekend? Did you do any uh... fun? Dis- uh, I went to that other place. Uh, what do they call that? Disney? Uh, no. Universal? Yes, that was it. You went to Universal? I went to City Walk, yeah. Went to City Walk. Really? Went to Big Fire Grill, uh, the old home of Emerald. Yeah, how was that? They didn't do anything on the inside. They just uh, you know, <laughs> put in their kitchen and started making food. Completely okay, cool. unrenovated. In fact, you could see emeralds. They still had emeralds. Yeah, stuff, I, I think emerald might have still been there in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, bam! <laughs> uh, no, it's pretty good. Uh, they cook everything, well, most everything on a wood fire grill. Um, yeah. uh, most things are cooked in a cast iron pan, hence the name Big Fire Grill. Hey. Uh, but uh, I will tell you this. Um, game on at Universal. There is no capacity limits. There barely any masks wearing uh it's just uh yeah have at it go ahead park's open go oh that's awesome (laughs) i mean i'm excited to hear that i hope they're hope they're being safe but uh you know it's it's great to hear not great to hear no they're not being safe 
Yeah. So uh it was, it was fine. I you know, wore my mask, washed my hands, got Sorry. out, and I'm I'm still alive. Hey guys, just remember it's two more weeks till we flatten the curve. Yeah. Remember that? Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh Sunday, uh Sunday. Sun uh, wait Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh went to uh Chef R. Smith and uh yeah. it was good. I haven't been there in a long time. You know, it's gotten very hard to get a reservation there, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, we, any, we anything you could do, Art, to you know, get me a reservation, I appreciate it. Oh, I'm sure that And the other place is Marimoto. I I was like, Oh gosh, you know what? I haven't really been to Moto's in a long time. So I I gotta have to go back down my list. Start making yeah. a list, checking it twice. Uh, I want to start a uh, dining bucket list. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to start one. You know, okay. like when Portillo's opens. Uh, you know, the whiskey burger place I sent you. Uh, yeah. White Castle when it opens again. Um, yeah. If if any of you people in the north are White Castle fans. Yes, please. Uh, you you may or may not know, but they're opening up the world's largest White Castle uh, on Palm Parkway, just minutes from Disney Springs. Mm. Uh, so they opened up uh, first, downtown Orlando is their ghost kitchen. Uh, and what that really means is that kitchen will make the food that will be used in the restaurant once it's open. So they were like, well, we'll open up the ghost kitchen. We'll take some orders, yada, yada. Well, after four hours of being open on Friday, it crushed the restaurant, <laughs> and they shut it down. They canceled the all the orders in the system, and they said, we're done for the day. We we just can't wow. take this volume. So they're like, well, let's take another run at it. So the next day, they open up, and within the hour, they canceled all the orders and shut it all down again and said, sorry, we really can't do this. We're a ghost kitchen. You have to wait till the restaurant opens. Wow, it's kind of so, like going to hell. Yeah, dear White Castle, if that's any indication of the demand, you better whatever you're thinking about staffing, you better double or triple those numbers because you're going to get yeah. crushed. <laughs> you will be crushed. You better have double, triple drive-through, mobile order, pickup lines. Right. You better have it all ready to go, my friends. Crush your enemies to the lamentations yeah. of the women. Yeah, and that's that's without tourists down here. Yeah, God. Help we were all. able to crush a ghost kitchen. <laughs> Good for them. You know, they, I mean, for, people yeah. were buying the the crave case. You know, it's like fifty yeah. or hundred. You know, burgers. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah I would have ordered a crave case. I yeah, it's crazy. It in the freezer. Uh, sit down and buckle in, kids. Let me tell you what I did on yeah. Saturday. Tell no, us Sunday. Tell us. Tell us. I tell went us. to the ANC Theater. And Was it saw a bar? No, and and uh, so friends of ours rented out an entire theater for about fifteen of us to see Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I cannot tell you how giddy I was to watch that movie that I've seen a hundred times on a big a screen. Theater. Yeah. Oh my God! I mean, when you watch it on TV, it's great, but man, I forgot how friggin' terrifying that movie is on a big screen. Like that one scene after they open the ark and the little angel thing is flying, and then she slows down and she looks at the camera, she makes like the no, she makes like the skull. Yeah. Holy 
God. I mean, we're all like, everybody was like, okay, this is intense. Uh, it was just so good. Mm. Uh, so what yeah, was it like, uh, just 15 of you in a theater that holds like 300? Uh, <laughs> because we're uh, going to go do it in May uh, for the podcast. We all pretty much sat together. We were all tossing popcorn at each other. Uh, some M&Ms were thrown. I'm just saying. It was uh, it was great. Uh, for some of us, we were you know we were chatting a little bit mm. on some of the songs we sang along. Mm-hmm. You know what the sucky part is is they get through because they're still doing the theater stuff, so you have to sit through the preview stuff. Not not to sit through the pre stuff with like Maria Menudos, and and then you have to sit through the the advertisements for the concession stand. Then you sit through the preview trailers, and then you. Sit through the during covid make sure that you're wearing your mask make sure that you're washing your hands make sure that you're social distancing and we're all like <laughs> you know yeah that's why i uh when i used to go to the movies i used to show up you know 10 15 minutes late you know because yeah. i it was all reserved seating so i did i knew i was going to get my seat right mm-hmm. uh so it didn't matter what time you show right. up you know um so once we got yeah. through that though it was great yeah. it was so great the weird thing mm-hmm. was some of us ordered like cocktails at the bar and we could get our cocktail and walk it in uh-huh. but you have to order via the app before your movie and then they might they might take some orders during the movie, but I'm pretty sure we had to order beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then like they would bring it to you in a bag, which is great for food, you know. But the thing is, is like somebody ordered like a big drink, like a big Coke, mm-hmm. and it was in a bag. And the guy handed me the bag, and the and the Coke was in it. And I'm like, why is that Coke in a bag? It's got a lid. Why don't you just hand it to me? And I'll just hand it to my buddy Mike right down here. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I got the bag, everything. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. So you know, no COVID gets on it. <laughs> didn't assuming didn't you that, know, John? Yeah, there's so many there's so many things wrong with that picture. But yes, I get it. Mm. But uh, but yeah, because no COVID picture. could get on it while they were making it, pouring it, or putting it in the bag. Only exactly. in the transportation to the theater can COVID get on it. That's right. I forgot that. You're right, Uncle Tony. Uh, that I was just, the only weird thing. I just want to state the CDC facts for you. Yeah, that's it. Well, if we want to state CDC facts, you're going to be here for quite a while. Anyway, so that was the only little weird thing. We had a great time. And then afterwards, a few of us went over to Wolfgang and had a... a so what's the... Uh, uh, is it the same uh, process for candy? You have to order and then they bring it to you? Uh, I believe that it is. I don't remember seeing anybody order candy. Yeah. Uh, but there, the concession stand on the other end was open, so you could go through and buy stuff. Oh, you went but, in the... Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went in the... Um, the um, By the garage, orange garage entrance. Correct. Yeah, yeah. not the main. Yeah. yeah, which was not a problem. They yeah. scanned the thing and walked us right yeah. in. It was awesome. Yeah. 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 Highly recommend it. Can't wait to do it in May. Yeah, I'll have to see what's playing. That would be the thing. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Cool. I do know that. Maybe uh, we'll go Temple, see a real movie if they'll let. Temple of Doom. Yeah, that's going to run us a, a little bit more than what the price is for an old movie. I found out what the price is for like the Bond film. Yeah, it's like a buck it's and about, a quarter, isn't it? It's more like two bucks. Okay, I might so, be able to live with that. 
<laughs> figured out. Um, but I did know I did hear a rumor that they're going to bring like they just got done to Raiders of the Lost Ark, then they're going to go to Temple of Doom. Uh, so I want to go see Last Crusade because hmm. it's you know Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> we named what the you're dog. shooting here, Shawnee. Don't think don't we rap well bullets. We named the dog Indiana. Anyway, so <laughs> I'll be doing uh, uh, Red uh, October. Sorry. Uh, true. <laughs> My favorite Red October. I would have liked to have seen Montana. It's flat. It's flat with some mountains. Yeah. That's one know, ping only, Mr. Chewing. One ping only. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add? I know. Let's get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Uh, Disney is pleased to share that Hong Kong Disneyland announced that the park will officially reopen on February 14th. So I guess it's open. Yes. This is older news. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. uh, in honor of Hong Kong Disneyland's 15th anniversary, guests will be able to experience the new castle of magical dreams, 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 the reimagined centerpiece for Hong Kong Disneyland Resort, and attend the special celebration of the resort's anniversary. During the celebration, guests enjoy new exhibits and audio tours to tell more about the castle's transformation, as well as enjoy exclusive merchandise and food and beverage offerings. Uh, In alignment with the latest Latest guidance from government and health authorities. The resort will continue to implement enhanced health and safety measures, including required face coverings and physical distancing. Uh, these measures will continue to be reviewed and adjusted based on the latest governmental regulations. I love that we can't just have a news article. We have to always end it with the COVID promo. Yeah. Well, that's the way it is. Yep. And that's the news today. <laughs> Are you trying to do Walter Cronkite? <laughs> Was that a bad Walter? It sounded like you were trying to do like, you know, Sean Connery going, Miss Money Penny, but it sounded like it was Walter uh, Conkite. It was Walter Conkite with a little uh, Sean Connery. Little Sean Connery in him? Yeah. yeah. If Walter Conkite ate Sean Connery, that's what it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about harmonious. Listen, uh, you have to go to the Disney Parks blog uh, for uh, and look for uh, the recent blog post they did on this. And uh, I want you to look at uh, the video. Uh, yeah. Because it's like OMG. This six foot tower ring has got more crap jammed in it than you could imagine. There's plumbing, there's piping, there's fountains, there's lights. It Everything, like all of the fountains will be articulating. Think like the Bellagio stuff, but in a ring in the middle of (laughs) World Showcase Lagoon. So I said to myself, well, that is a technical marvel. But if this thing goes wrong, it's going to go horribly wrong. And Look like Stargate to me is what I thought it was. I thought, oh my God, they built a Stargate. And I'm thinking... Oh, if they got to take stuff apart, like to, oh, this light's broken. We have to take it out to rewire it or something. I'm like, yeah, good luck. <clears throat> well, I the hope they have a maintenance plan in place. Yeah, well, the way lighting fixtures are, they're, they're relatively easy to swap out. It shouldn't be that big a deal. Just take a look at the video before you make that statement. That's all okay. I'm asking. 
Yes, sir. You, you you've been there, done that, and seen it. So I have. Look at the video first. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So let's talk about this. So Epcot uh, has always been a special place for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, nothing embodies the spirit more over the years than the park's lineup of original nighttime spectaculars. Listen, we had illumination for 30. I don't know what nighttime spectaculars. One show got a very long show run. (laughs) Right. Uh, Although they have not yet determined what the next spectacular will debut, uh, Walt Disney Imagineering at Disney Live Entertainment teams have been hard at work building the legacy with harmonies. Early in the plans for the transformation of Epcot, they recognize the power and potential of the new show to tell the story of a global connection and celebration. Mm -hmm. This is the grand original spectacular. It's a tribute to the power of story and song that unites us. Leveraging Mm -hmm. music and visuals from across Disney and artists from around the world. They have not leaked an ounce of what this soundtrack is going to be. Nothing. It's been silent. Silent. Probably still writing it. I don't know. I don't know about that, John. Because <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to open soon. Um, but remember, this was supposed to be all of the Epcot song. The mm. Epcot songbook in one right. show. With Disney characters. Or Disney IP. Uh, Harmonious is a global effort uh, truly embracing the magic of possibility. Uh, In the recent weeks, Disney Live Entertainment technical designers across the country have been programming various elements of the show, uh, from media and fountains to lighting and pyrotechnics. Uh, If you live in or around the area, I know they've been testing a lot of the lighting. I've seen Mm -hmm. videos, and I think there have even been a couple bang-bangs that night. Uh, where they've been, yeah, testing uh, some of the pyros. So if you're living in the area uh, and you're, I think they're doing this around 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you live in the area, uh, get outside with your camera because uh, things are going to be happening. Uh, they've also been working in a completely virtual environment. Uh, the music producers of Walt Disney Imagineering have been remotely directing recording sessions uh, in an incredibly diverse array of musical artists performing in studios around the world. Once complete, that is the only thing we've heard about the music so far. Once complete, Harmonious will be one of the largest nighttime spectaculars they've ever produced. Wow. They've been busy setting the stage. Uh, of this innovative toolkit, preparing each of the show's five floating platforms to take place in World, Sh- uh, World Showcase Lagoon, positioned like a compass. These platforms house the primary show equipment for Harmonious, and on the recently placed center platform stands an iconic six-story tall central ring structure supporting a high density water curtain providing a a high density water curtain moving lights fountains and more the stargate so this center ring is going to be a giant projection screen uh and then there's the uh led panel barges and then those four half rings uh which i think will uh kind of be fountains and lights from what I can 
put together so far. I wonder how they're judging largest nighttime spectacular compared to like what they've done over at Disneyland with World it, of Disney. Yeah, like isn't World of Color? I mean, that's huge. Yeah, World of Color. When yeah. I say World of Disney, it takes the yeah, whole lagoon. Ginormous. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, how do you define this? Because it can't be size because you know all the fireworks are. Well, it can't yeah. be this because look at world of color so i i'm interested to seeing how this plays out i i can't wait to see it i think the name is god awful but you know what it's not my you know it's not my call uh but hey they they could probably win me over i'm sure the show is going to be amazing and we're going to be the good news is we're all going to be so starved for an amazing nighttime show that it could be the worst thing on earth and we'll go that was fantastic that was amazing thank you god for this so I also you know, think they've been uh I think there's going to be fireworks uh from uh the pavilions as well. I think uh in the concept art it looks like fireworks are coming from some, you know, uh places. And here's the good news. Morocco's back in because it's not run by Morocco. So they can do whatever they want now in Morocco again. Yeah. Light the fires. <laughs> Turn on the lights, shoot on off the fireworks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So a touch of Disney new limited capacity ticketed experiences are coming to Disney California Adventure Park uh, beginning on the 18th of this month. I think we've talked about this recently. Uh, it's time to experience some of the sights, sounds and flavors of Disneyland Resort and a touch of Disney, a new limited capacity ticketed experience that begins on March 18th at Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, a touch of Disney offers some of the world famous food and beverage from around the resort, plus a chance to see Disney characters shop for the latest Disney merchandise and pose at unique photo locations. While you explore the park, capture photos at iconic locations and discover new photo-worthy spots, uh, some that are uh, available only if you attend a touch of Disney, uh, you might even catch a wave from Mickey Mouse and see some of his pals in unexpected settings. Mater and Lightning McQueen, McQueen may be seen in Cars Land or Joy and Sadness at Pixar Pier to set the stage for a touch of Disney, which is a new specialty curated soundtrack uh, of reimagined Disney songs that will be broadcast throughout the park, along with updates and reminders about many can't miss experiences. Uh, however, the attractions are going to be remaining closed so you can walk around this is this is what blows my mind you can walk around you can eat you can drink you just can't ridey ride you can walk you walk <coughs> eat eat and drink you drink but you can't ridey ride what do you think disney paid to the governor newsom reelect uh uh campaign to open these parks without anything open I have no idea, but I'm sure it was exorbitant. Uh, so here's here's the basics of what you need to know. Uh, this begins on the 18th of March and will be offered Thursdays through Mondays from noon to 8 p.m. Uh, the introductory $75 ticket includes admission, parking for the experience at Mickey and Friends parking structure, unlimited downloads of Disney PhotoPass photos taken during the day of experiences, and a $25 A Touch of Disney dining card valid towards the purchase of food and non-alcoholic beverages, subject to restrictions including not being valid for alcohol. Ticket prices are subject to change. A Touch of Disney tickets will be available on Disneyland.com beginning uh, March 4th. 
uh, for select days for March 18th through April 5th. Uh, tickets for the experience will then be released for dates on a rolling basis until the experience ends. Tickets will be purchased in advance and online, Disneyland.com, for a specific date, again, subject to availability. Uh, so, for dining, table reservations for Lamplight Lounge and Carthay Circle Lounge, Alfresco Dining, will be made available beginning March 11th. Table reservations do not provide admission to a Touch of Disney, and dining at those locations requires a Touch of Disney ticket that is valid on the same day as the table reservation. Reservations are recommended, and additional details are coming soon. So, the downtown Disney district, the downtown Disney district, if I could speak of the Queen's English, will remain open seven days a week with, re- with unique dining and shopping opportunities uh, that include the Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, Naples Restaurant E-Bar, uh, World of Disney, and Star Wars Trading Post, which currently reopened in a new location on Buena Vista Street. It will remain open as an extension of the downtown Disney district through March 14th. It will be closed beginning March 15th. Um, beginning March 18th, uh, Buena Vista will become part of A Touch of Disney. So, hey... At least there's something good for you guys. They're charging you $75 and then giving you $25 back mm-hmm. in a food gift card. Free so parking. That, so that you can go to a park that's still really closed. Okay. It's just very interesting. Just, I no doubt will tell you that this is going to sell out every night or every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be a sellout because pass holders are like, well, I, I don't have to give you my $1,500. So $75 is yeah. great. Here, here's here's a bunch of the $75 things you can have. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Disney World is uh, tightening the noose uh, around your face a little bit more. Uh, They've updated their uh, policy for face covering in any of their restaurants. Uh, Mm. And uh, the change uh, uh, in wording uh, now states that face coverings can only be removed while actively eating or drinking. Face coverings must be worn while you're standing, waiting, or sitting in dining locations. Uh, this wording shifts away from the initial policy that stated that masks can be removed when seated while eating or drinking. And it leads one to think that guests must now, even while seated at the table, you're looking at the menu, you must have your mask on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and if you're waiting for food, your mask will be on. You mm-hmm. only take it off to eat and then you put your mask back on. Right. <laughs> because for the last however many months we haven't had this problem so and i just saw a news report that said that as states start easing restrictions the mm-hmm. covid cases have been going down mm-hmm. so now disney's jacking up the responsibility so we did not have this problem last night we we went somewhere uh after we went to not go a see disney the movie. restaurant though ah ah Oh, okay. 
I thought it was any restaurant on property. So let me make you do this for Disney restaurants. I think this is only the Disney owned and operated because wow. I, I think the other restaurants, the third parties have a little leeway in what they can or cannot do in their restaurants. Let me let me paint a picture for you. These Disney-owned restaurants will probably be seeing a little bit of a decrease in patronage. Oh, God, yes. I'm not going to one. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, no. boy. No. What do you guys think in the chat room? Yeah. Yeah. Make you feel safer or less safer? Does it really matter that now you have to wear a mask <laughs> while you're sitting there chatting amongst your family and friends that you were probably riding in a car with? Well, I guess Disney was listening to conversations in restaurants where people like myself might have said things like, oh, the virus will only get me when I go to the bathroom. It won't get me while I'm eating. Well, when you're walking to the bathroom, there was never a time that you weren't allowed to wear your mask. But when you're right. sitting at the table, you're well over six feet away from anybody. And you're only sitting with a group of people that you probably have been. And in they weren't sitting anybody else to the left or the right of you in most cases. Right. So it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And trust me, I have been yelled at by more than one cast member because I didn't have my mask on at the right time. Um, They're not going to let you slide on this. Yeah. They're. Yeah. They're going to get you. Like, I had a drink in my hand, drinking the drink, and I was being yelled at because I didn't have my mask on. I'm like, well, how do you want me to take a drink? Mm. He yeah. said, well, then you stand somewhere in a corner and take a drink. I'm like, <laughs> no, thanks. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hey, if you'd like to support the show, you like what we do here, and you want to help us out and they help us to stay on air, the best thing I would do is go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, and you can sign up to be one of our patrons. Now, it doesn't cost a lot each month, uh, but what you're doing helps us out tremendously. Like, we've got events coming up, like we've talked about, and some of the events we're talking about here in the next bit are going to cost us uh, a little bit of uh investment and uh, that's where you guys can help us out with that uh, plus we also have to pay for hosting and some uh, other things throughout the year uh, so you could come in at whatever level and uh, there are and there is an opportunity to have uh, not one not two but three extra shows each and every week that you can't hear anywhere else uh, and we would love to do that for you there's also a level where you get all three shows plus all the bonuses and you get subscribed to the Disney by the numbers t-shirt oh, club where each yeah I was gonna say you're not representing where you can get your very own Disney by the numbers t-shirt delivered directly to your door you don't have to do anything it just shows up uh, plus if you'd like to support us you can sign up uh, and you can save 10% if you pay uh, for the entire year in advance that'll save you a little bit of money and if you sign up or if you go up another level we'll send you out <clears throat> a uh, hand-stitched Pixar hat uh, collector's item. There's only a handful of these left. Go ahead and sign up for that and uh, get your Pixar hat. All you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and uh, sign up, and we would appreciate you. Plus, that gives you access to our live recording that we do every Monday night here on Facebook at 7 p.m. So you can get two live shows in one day. Check that out. So go over to uh, Disney Parks Podcast forward slash Disney Parks Podcast.com forward slash Patreon and sign up today. All right, let's talk about meetups. This Saturday, we are going to Geyser Point, 7 p.m. That's at Wilderness Lodge. We're going to watch the Electrical Magic Parade, uh, Electrical Water Pageant uh, Parade thing. We'll have a cocktails, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Uh, 
7 p.m. Guys of Point, be there, be square. If you are going to come, uh, please go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and kind of RSVP just so that we have an idea about how many bodies to expect uh, so we know that we can uh, allocate the right space uh, for everybody. Because we do want to kind of be socially distant if we can. Uh, May 29th, like John said, we're going to go to an AMC movie. Um, it's going to be on us. So uh, we'll find out. Uh, I'll probably wait till gets a little bit closer and then, you know, find out what movies will be there. We'll pick a movie and then sign everybody up. Uh, like John said, it's only for 20 people. So uh, that will be a little bit limited, but it will be on us. Uh, August 7th, we are going back to Ravello for breakfast. Uh, stay tuned for more details on that. And then December 11th, we are doing our monorail call. Uh, assuming there's monorails and Christmas, um, we'll, you know, do something. Uh, we didn't do a trivia question last week. So this week's trivia question is this. Who is the only Disney villain to never appear on screen throughout the entire length of their respected movie. So what villain is never seen on film for the entire length of their respective film? If you think you know the answer to that, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, hey, Tony. Yes, John. There's been some new additions at the entrance to Epcot. It's actually starting to look like a park. I know. It's cemetery. Uh, the newest additions on the ongoing reimagining of Epcot's entrance area have been installed. Twelve flagpoles. Woohoo! Who would have uh, thought we got excited about flagpoles? Six on the east side, six on the west side have been installed over the last couple of days. Uh, the poles differ slightly in location from what was shown in the original artist rendering. Uh, instead of flanking the perimeter of the area, the flagpoles now take a more central and prominent position. Mm -hmm. uh, each pole features uplighting at its base, and the flagpoles vary in height. What flags do you think you're going to put there? They got 12. <laughs> I'm assuming the ones that are in World Showcase. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. just 12? Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, 11 countries yeah. plus the United States. Well, 11 <laughs> countries plus Epcot flag. Yeah, and the African outpost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Sweet. Yeah. I'm Beautiful. assuming the country flags of World Showcase is my assumption. Yeah, I would, I would, I would say that too. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really starting to look like... Uh, and and these I think are pretty close. And somebody has to send me the picture. Uh, maybe I'll reach out to uh, a guy on uh, Facebook, Bill Cotter, um, if he's got original photos. These are pretty close, I think, to the location where the original flags were. They used to fly in the front of the park. So I think they moved them from the artist drawing back to more of the closer to the original location where these flags used to be. It's beginning to look a lot like, like Epcot. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I listen, uh, it's a long time coming. Uh, yes. Hey, if you're flying to Alani, I got good news for you. A really good news. Yeah. Uh, there's now an exclusive lounge 
at the Hawaii airport. So guests traveling <laughs> to and from Alani, uh, a Disney resort and vacation villa, uh, can take advantage of a private lounge at the Daniel K. Anui? An- oh, what? An- ah. <laughs> What, what? I'm sorry, uh, I'm not in that news. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, International where? Airport, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. The, yeah. The Koa Alana <laughs> Club Lounge, located on the first floor of the airport's main terminal, offers an, a comfortable space for travelers to unwind before or after their flight while staying at select Kolana Resorts. The space will be open from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Probably pretty good. Uh, It features, includes complimentary Wi-Fi, charging stations, beverages are available for purchase. Uh, Access is offered exclusively to guests of the Olani Marriott Koalani Beach Club, the Four Seasons Resort on Oahu. Ahana? Ahui? Hawaii? Oahu, Oahu. <laughs> the Beach Club Villas at Kalana and a COVID-19 policies are currently in effect, including verification of negative COVID tests, mandatory facial coverings, and temperature checks. Reservations mm. are required and poverty size is limited to five. So if you have that sixth kid, tell them to stay the hell home. <laughs> you can sit down the Uh <laughs> Stay right here, Johnny. Uh, play with your iPad. We'll be in, in the lounge. We'll be here. Yeah, we'll be inside the lounge. You just stay here. Yeah, don't mind uh, us. Alani's Luana Lounge, offering departing resorts guests a similar place to relax, shower, and change before heading to the airport. However, it is currently among the resorts amenities, and it's closed due to the COVID. So I, Hawaii's the, trying to get things back online, which I yeah. think is good to say. Yeah, for those of you who are qu- wondering, it's Colina. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll it's give only you the Coolie Lina. State. Don't mind. Don't, it's only it's only state. Don't mind. Don't yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hey state. guys, that's it all the way out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Grand Californian is reopening in May. That's huge. Opening and doing what? <laughs> well, the unprecedented closure will result. It's re- oh, wait. The unprecedented closure. This story doesn't make sense. Mm. The unprecedented closure resulted in more than 14 months of downtime for the West Coast Disney Vacation Club property. Terry Schultz, Senior VP of Disney Vacation Club, provided members with an update regarding the villas at Disney, uh, Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, confirming plans to reopen the resort on May 2nd of 2021. The target date comes almost five months after a December 6th reopening was scheduled scuttled uh, by more restrictive lockdown measures in the state of California. Schultz warns that many resort amenities, including dining and activities, may be unavailable at reopening. So the only thing you can do is come here, sleep, shop, sleep, shop, cry because you can't get into the parks, and shop. 
the news comes just days after Anaheim City Council voted voiced support for a plan that would allow Disney's theme parks to reopen sooner than state COVID-19 guidelines would normally allow. Gee, why would the Anaheim City Council want Disneyland parks open before the state says they can? Jeez, I wonder why. A donation to their re-election campaign fund. No. Taxes. Yeah, sure. Taxers, they need that money. That's right. Current guidelines would allow theme parks to reopen at 25% capacity only when uh, areas see less than one new COVID case per 100,000 per day, along with a positively uh, positivity rate of less than 2%. Select dining and shopping venues in downtown Disney and Disney California Adventure are currently open to guests. So you can you can sleep at uh, the resort and get up, go eat somewhere in on property, but not in the resort. And you can go shop somewhere on property, but not in the resort. Yeah. And just because you're staying there does not guarantee you entrance into the California Adventure, whatever they're calling that thing for $75. The taste of Disney? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you still have to buy a ticket. You still have to buy a ticket. Yeah. Uh, I think the people at DVC are panicking somewhat because – you know, they have to get these DV things open because there's, you know, there's all these points that have to be used. They're not allowing anybody to do anything with them, like move them forward anymore. Right. So they're like, we, we got to get something open so that people can start just consuming these points, even though there's not a park for them to go to. They have to start using them. You right. Know? I mean, like our our friend Gary's coming down uh, this summer because he can't do anything else with his points. He's got to come, you know. Right. And I think the same thing out there, you know. And they just finished renovating that resort before the holidays. Remember that? Yep, I do. So, you know, I think they're just getting a little on the desperate side, you know. Like, let's do something quickly. Uh, hey, over at the boardwalk, I think the only thing open right now is uh, the Italian, show. yeah, the Italian place uh, and the uh, bakery and abracadabra. Yeah. I think that's it. Those three things. But anyway, a uh, Big River Grill is reopening at the Disney Boardwalk. So, di- and this is a third-party restaurant. It's not a Disney one, run one, hmm. and that may be uh, why the other two right. have not opened. Um. So if you're staying at, uh, you know, Boardwalk or Beach Club or any of those over there, uh, Big Big River Grill and Brewing Works uh, finally reopened uh, more than 11 months uh, into its COVID shutdown. Uh, Hours are uh, from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. most days with extended hours until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday nights. Advanced dining reservations are not offered through the My Disney Experience, but guests can use uh, Open Table uh, to get a reservation. And I would highly recommend it uh, because you don't want to be walking up on a restaurant these days. Uh, right. Big River Grill is one of the few table services uh, uh locations at Walt Disney World that is offering also takeout dining. So if you're local and you're looking for a little change of pace, you can do that. Among the boardwalk eateries, only ES Band Club and Flying Fish have yet to reopen uh, for regular business hours. And Flying Fish, I just don't get. 
I mean, why do you not want a signature restaurant like that open? I, I don't. I don't get it. <clears throat> I don't I'm get it. I'm baffled. Have you eaten at Big River? And what's your experience, Mr. Don? Oh, I have eaten at Big River. Mm. It is. Uh, it's not my favorite. I know. The beer selection is. It, they brew their own beer, beer there, yeah. and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. The beers that I like, the the local beers that I like, have a different flavor complexity to it. So the beers there are really thin to me. Right. The food there is fine. I mean, it's burgers, it's bar food, yeah. uh, and it's fine. They got great burgers. They've got other things that are there, you know, mm. um, chicken nuggets and stuff. But you know, it, it's good. It's not like, I mean, if you're there. And it's open. Just keep walking and go over to Swan or Dolphin and eat yeah. at one of those restaurants. Right. You know. Right. It's not, yeah, I've I've had but, hit or miss experience there. Yeah. You know, it's been like, oh, yeah. it was good this time, it was bad this time. You know, it's just uh, you know, very strange. Um yeah. I don't know if it's the chefs, I don't know if it's the cook. I you know, I don't know what's going on there, but it is kind of hit hit or miss. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's it's like you said. It's very hit and miss, and yeah. it's and I hate that because it's it's a great location. Right. I love the theme behind it. It's just not. It's just yeah. not my thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reservations are now open for Disney Junior Play and Dine at Hollywood Studios. Nice. This is cool. Uh, good news for parents who love Hollywood Studios. Uh, Disney Junior Play and Dine Breakfast is returning to Hollywood and Vine. Its character dining experience has been closed since the park shuttering last March, but will be reopening with health and safety measurements to keep little ones entertained on your next visit. On March 22nd, characters such as Fancy Nancy, uh, Van Perina, and Doc McStuffins will be making the rounds in the dining room as guests enjoy their breakfast the experience used to be a buffet but is now an all you can eat a la carte menu so you can start with shared pastries like caramel monkey bread croissants and mini muffins entrees include pancakes hazelnut spread stuffed french toast a toasted open-faced salmon bagel uh four egg cheese omelet swiss smoked gouda and cheddar what's the third what's the fourth cheese Gouda? Oh, oh no, a four egg oh. cheese. I'm sorry. Oh. Just four eggs. Four three eggs. Cheese. Three cheese. Yeah. Gotcha. And oh. a plant oh, based. And a, pear tree. a plant based frittata. Uh, character breakfast are a great, great way to keep, uh, keep seeing your favorite characters at Walt Disney World. Since meet and greets are not currently happening, these distance opportunities uh, ensure that your kids will get to see the characters they came for instead of hoping to catch a glimpse of them on Sunset Boulevard. Why not make a reservation and just relax? Kids and adults will enjoy the food and everybody can get off their feet for a while. Uh, adults eat for $42 and kids age 3 to 9 eat for $27. If that seems a little pricey, remember that this is one of the few character experiences available at parks currently. What does that have to do with anything? Doesn't. If it seems pricey, it is pricey. pricey. $42 for breakfast. I know. It's 75 for dinner. So be thankful Uh, of that. That's right. If you'd rather see Mickey and Minnie, you can also check out the character dinners at the same location. It's sure to be a hit for the whole family. So, yeah, I mean, 
I'm not complaining. I'm super glad that it's open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, I thought that line and they're like, well, if this seems pricey, just remember yeah. it's one of the few experiences that you can have. <sighs> yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just not right. Yeah. It, it's sure to be a hit for the whole family and your wallet. <laughs> Hit for your family, do your wallet. And your wallet. Uh, Thank you. Your wallet, not so much. Yep. Uh, I am going to show this first. Hey, yo. Uh, So, uh, new Buzz Lightyear and Jesse costumes appeared at Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh, After rumors circulated around the changes, designs for Toy Story, uh, at their meet and greet characters, uh, we can see now, you can see here, uh, the picture of that that I got up, the old Buzz and the new Buzz. Uh, ever since the release of Toy Story 4, there's been talk about a new design for Woody, Buzz, uh, Jesse uh, to appear in the parks. Now that Hong Kong Disneyland uh, opened once again, we can finally see these changes firsthand. Uh, these two are not... Uh, the These two not only appear more like their on-screen appearances, but their height is also shrunken. So uh, we don't know if it's a costume height thing or a person height thing, but the, they <laughs> they are uh, shrunken a little bit. They're a little bit smaller. I think it also had to do with that Buzz could be a little menacing sometimes uh, to, to, to smaller kids, yeah. Yeah. So I think they're trying to make him a little bit more likable in his height. So, uh, yeah, so you can see Jessie. She's got a different look, a different color hair. Uh, you can see uh, Buzz is missing his earmuff things on the side. Uh, his uh, footwear is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, he's a little bit different around uh, his joint areas, yeah. you can see. Uh, but most everything else is the same. His uh, underwear is gone. Yeah. Yeah, I got one more to show you the the Woody. Where's the Woody? Woody? Where's my Woody? <laughs> <laughs> it's smaller as well. Yeah. So this is a new Woody on the left, old Woody on the right. Um, you can see his scarf is a little bit different. His pants colors, his boots are a little bit different. His hat. He's got like the surprise look in New Woody. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean I'm a father? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, oh what, do you, what do you mean I left my friends and I'm stuck with Bo Peep for the rest of my life? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they left me? Yeah. So. What about Andy? Yeah, so. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, I think everybody's semi okay with it. It's it's not a drastic change, uh, and also you'll notice that Woody's a little bit shorter in that too. Uh, I think yeah. they, they shrunk Woody down a little bit. They shrunk his a Woody a little bit more kid friendly, unlike these this story. Yeah, that's that's excellent. Yeah. So uh, the next pair of designer Disney ears are coming soon. Uh, Disney's had an especially good time checking out the uh, designer ears that have been released over the year or so. So uh, we've seen the uh, intricate up 
Disney ears, super cool radio Mickey ears, and the classy uh, bobble bar designer ears. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, a new designer pair will be hitting the shelves. And Mickey fans, you're not going to believe it when you see it. Disney has released an image of the next designer ears, the Alex Mayer designer ear hat. The cap will come as part of the Disney Parks designer collection and will, of course, be of limited release. The hat features line art of Mickey from different decades of of his design with the iconic Mickey Mouse font scattered about and on one of the ears. Uh, we can't tell what's on the other ear yet, but we cannot wait to find out. Alex Mayer is currently the senior character artist for Walt Disney World and his job accurately depicting Disney characters. What a gig. And he has to make sure others do so too. So who better to design a hat full of Mickey drawings? So um, we're just going to title this one. It's coming soon. Uh, and we'll be sure to keep you guys in the loop as we get more details. My wife got all excited this weekend because she saw the new Winnie the Pooh ears. Oh, oh my gosh. She got very excited. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope, I don't know what they're going to do, but I hope when they release these, uh, I do know uh, Alex. Alex um, used to come to the Disney Anna fan club meetings. Obviously, there haven't been any in a year. Um, right. But uh, I do know Alex is the really nice dude um you know pretty pretty cool person so uh i would hope that i wish they would do like a signing where alex can sign them for you but i don't i can't see that you know i don't i I can't see disney doing it but it would be great you know if they would let you know or he signed them and then just you bagged it up and took it away anyway um i don't know what they're gonna do for that it's kind of a shame um oh hey go over to uh t public we have some uh things over there phone cases mugs bumpers uh stickers all kinds of stuff face masks is a hot seller uh you can do that by going to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash t-e-e public and that is where you can get all the goodies mm. i what was oh, i always looking over there today and it looks like um Big Al is uh, the big seller. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. I love Big Al. That's a great shirt. It's a great design. Yeah. So Big Al is the big seller. (laughs) Awesome. Well, hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. I... Wish Disney Cruise would just not release any news until you're ready to sail. <laughs> I mean, like they're dripping this news, and uh, it's just, uh, you know, so sailings on the Disney Dream and Fantasy have now been canceled through May. Uh, Disney Magic has been canceled through August, uh, mid August story. So, right. um, uh, I here's my bet. If I were to bet, I'm saying October. I'm saying October for cruising. That's yeah, all right. Guess. I'm sticking all to right. that. Sticking cool. To uh, if you don't know, former Joe Rody found a new job. Apparently, he really wasn't ready to retire, but Disney was ready to throw him out. <laughs> He's going to be the Virgin Galactic Experience person. So he's going to uh, send you to Mars and make it fun. 
you know he'll be uh he'll be designing the trip to to mars yeah yeah mm. i think that'll be great yeah. Uh, if you're a DVC member, uh, be prepared, be forewarned. They are implementing a mandatory two-factor authentication for your login. And what that means is you have to have your password and a device in order to sign into your account in the future. Nice. Kudos to you for implementing any security, Disney. Thank you. Terrific. Since our password is used across everything, at least now I have to have a phone to figure out if it's me or not. That was smart. Only took you 50 years in the making. I seem troubled by this, my friend. My problem is that every Disney website uses my same Disney password. That is not how security is done. No. So if you have a Star Wars account, it's the same. If you have a Marvel's account, it's the same. If you have a DVC, it's the same. If you have a Passhold account, it's the same. If you have a My Disney Experience, it's all the same. Yeah. No. I have a different password for my Marvel account than any of my Disney account. Are you sure? Fairly. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Because when I created my Star Wars account, they said, oh, you already have an account over at uh, WaltDisney.com. You don't need one. Just use the same password. Oh, my like, goodness. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound very secure. Well, maybe it's because mine's Marvel Unlimited. I got the uh, maybe. That, that might be different. Yeah. Be- because what did I use to create my D23 Disney Plus? My same password. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, we talked about a little bit about White Castle. There, oh, uh, a cherry soft serve. Is over at Storybook Treats. Oh my God, that Terry. sounds great. Soft serve. That I love sound. that. Cherry I love cherry. Great. Yeah, I love cherry. Coke in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Float with cherry soft serve. Yep. Uh, if you've been driving around property, there's a WandaVision bus. Yep, drove past it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Got Wanda, Vi- Wanda on one side and uh, Vision on the other. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Uh, hey, if you're looking for a job and you want to work at Epcot, Space 220 Restaurant is looking for a pastry chef. hey I think that's great news because they might actually be getting closer to an opening if they're hiring Maybe. a pastry chef. I also saw they're looking for a head chef. Still? Again? <laughs> I think so, because uh, I saw somewhere like they're having trouble keeping a head chef because everything keeps getting pushed back. Yeah. That the chefs, they get lined up, are like, you're not serious about this. I'm out of here. Yeah. You have to open the restaurant in order for me to get paid, right? <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So the internet, you have to uh, confirm or check this. I haven't. Uh, since I did this, I heard differently. Uh uh, Portillo's, the hot dog place from the Chicago hot dog place, uh, had a grand opening set for March uh, 23rd. I recently heard that might be pushed back. So if we think it's actually March 23rd, uh, let us know. Um, uh, I heard it might be pushed back a little bit, so I'm not sure. Um, Disney World here in Florida added almost 100 app operating hours to their spring break schedule. Wow. Let the pandemic begin. Yep. 
I think that's why they were tightening up their mask rules at dining, too. Probably. Probably. For the spring break. All the spring breakers were coming. They, oh, my God. There'll be college kids running around. They won't wear masks. Ever. Uh, here's another job opening. If you uh, are looking for a job, uh, Disney is currently hiring a hotel service director mm. for the Star Wars Galactic Hotel. Hello. Disney.com forward slash careers. If you want to go, go. submit your application. Uh, yeah, buddy. Anybody in this audience that becomes the hotel service director. We, we, up. we would like a tour, maybe a room for nights. Hook I'll up punk, a I'll hook up with Tony for a night. Yeah. I don't care. Hook up a, a, a Wookiee and a Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover Refurbishment has been extended. Listen, stop. Stop. Stop telling us every month it's been extended. Don't say anything until you're ready to open it. Please, for the love of Jesus. Uh, here's the other thing, too, that I, I recently noticed uh, in pictures of this. Uh, we don't believe that the ramp is going to be operational, meaning that it won't actually be moving. Uh, what they did was they put stickers every six feet on that ramp, so you're going to have to walk up and stay six feet away from the person in front of you or the group in front of you. Don't fix the problem. Just put stickers on it so we know how to social distance. Yeah. <laughs> like, there couldn't be somebody at the beginning of me going, okay, now. Okay, now. Now. Step on it. Don't step forward. Okay, now. Step on it. Don't step forward. Okay, now. Step on it. Don't step forward. Okay, now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be too smart. You have a cast member down there anyway. Just use them as the social distance marker. You know, no. wait till they get to the first marker and then you let the next group go. Now, plausible deniability. You know, we told them to stand here and here. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what else yeah. we could have done. Yeah. The only thing I do on that thing is jump up and down. Boingy, 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 I turned boingy. it into a tr trampoline and then, you know, people are like, oh my God, what's happening? So that's why it breaks all the time. You keep using it for freaking trampoline. So it's your fault. <laughs> Good job, Tony. Ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> all right guys well we want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show if you're listening to the replay or if you're watching us live which you can do each and every monday night at 8 p.m go to facebook.com forward slash disney parks podcast uh thanks so much for being a part of the uh the chat room guys if you want to meet some new disney friends you go do that you can also find us on the youtube and the instagrams all at disney parks podcast uh come find us at disney parks podcast.com uh, where you can see all of our show uh, notes our archives for our shows as well as blog posts from tony myself we've got some travel agents we're putting blog posts up so you can learn more about disney plus you can find great friends and sponsors like our good friends over at destinations to travel if you're looking to book some travel either now or in the future you can go to uh, disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel fill out that quick little uh 
uh, survey and someone from destinations to travel will definitely get in touch with you and help you plan your next vacation all for free and then if you'd like to support the show you like what we do here and you'd like to uh, help keep the show on the air please go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast and sign up and you can get not one not two but three shows each and every week that you can hear anywhere else plus you can also sign up for the three shows and the disney by the numbers t-shirt uh you can pay a year in advance to save 10 percent. and if you sign up or if you level up you get a free hand-stitched pixar hat sent directly to you so other than that my friends anything else you would like to add no guys we cannot thank you enough thank you so much for listening and being a part of the fun and uh, if we don't see online we'll see you in the parks the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company all disney parks attractions lands shows event names etc are registered trademarks of the walt disney company (laughs) 